feeling on the streets of the hunter? What's getting under your skin or making you hot under the collar? Let's take the temperature of the region. It's the pub test with Paul Scott. It is a very, very good morning to Paul Scott. I'm just wondering whether he's got webbed feet at the moment or how he's going. Good morning, my friend. How is it out there? Oh, well, it's not raining and it's not very windy. It's kind of overcast and, you know, it looks like it could come back at any time. It's just, uh, boy, it's been relentless, hasn't it? It has. It's just been crazy. I, uh, I'm just kind of sick. Michael and I make the joke about it. You know, I'm, I'm kind of sick of, uh, you know, you know, there's one in 100 year, year you know, floods. Yeah, that we get every couple of months. Yeah, we've had a, we've had an extraordinary amount of um, uh, flooding, and you know the, the 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 repercussions from that, like the long term planning that needs to be done. Uh, it's there's so much that needs to be done. I mean, and think of all the the the, the, the things that are going to happen to us again. We we just got back to the. Uh, uh, things getting somewhere back to normal. I mean, I, I, bought, I was over the moon the other day. I picked up a, a kilo of cherry tomatoes at Harris Farm Market. Like the the little ones that are grown on the trusses, they're just so tasty. They actually taste like tomatoes. And they're being like 25 bucks a kilo. So that's a pass. Oh, that's a good one, so yeah. I was down there the other day and they were nine ninety nine. And I just went, wow, that's a bargain. I mean, I remember in, <laughs> I like, that's a bargain. in February... That, in February they were four ninety nine, you know, when the, in the tomato growing season in the peak of summer. But I thought, oh, nine ninety nine—that's terrific. And then I've heard that, you know, I heard the, the treasurer, the federal treasurer, Charm, is saying, well, you know, prices people can expect prices to to increase on uh, on fruit and veg again. Uh, so, you know, you can remember what prices were like about six weeks ago, mm. and they they had they had worked their way down a bit. We had the famous um, for uh, what the nine dollar lettuce, the ten dollar lettuce, the ten dollar iceberg lettuce, the seven dollar uh, nine or nine dollar strawberries, depending on how big a, a punnet you want. Yeah, it's that fantastic cartoon with the the millennials sitting there going, you know, my parents, my, you know, in the eighties, you know. They dreamed of, you know, a house, an investment property, four kids and two dogs, you know. My dream is to afford an, an iceberg lettuce. <laughs> and I, and I, it's a bit cruel, but I kind of, you know, I, I did get it. But I thought to myself, yeah, that's all those prices. In the meantime, the recession, the, the, the thought of an oncoming recession in the United States has pushed the price of oil down to $100 a barrel for the first time in months so we might have a bit of relief at the Bowser um, I heard someone was quite excited told me quick get over to Izzo there's, pet- there's petrol for a dollar seven a litre for you know yeah there was 91, 91 there was 91 going not the ethanol but yeah. the, for a dollar seven a litre and uh, you know it's not normally the kind of thing that you would ring people up and Sorry. No, Sorry. no, no. I'm, I'm just stunned. I was, yeah, $2.07. Thank $2. you. $2.07. Thank you. $1.07. I've just, I've just gone on to mine because I took a photograph of mine uh, of filling my tank up yes, uh, the other day and uh, 241.9 a litre. Now, that's with the 20 cents off. What the hell is it going to look like? Is it though? Is it really with yeah. the 20 cents? Is it How really? do we know? I know. How do we know? How do we know that just hasn't been pocketed? I think it was a kind of a last grasp ditch, that one, and 
And uh, this government, the federal government, said, no, we, that, that's not going on. We're getting rid of that in September. But, they, you know, like two, $2 a... Yeah, that, that's what I meant to say. Not Thank God. I, I, I don't I know about you, but I was free. I, I bet every one of our listeners is going, right, where was that? Where was that? Oh, yeah, no. 50% well, off. <laughs> give myself an uppercut. <laughs> Remember when the, at the beginning of the pandemic... There was a time when fuel went under a dollar a litre. Can you remember that? Right at the very beginning, like in April, When no one was driving. When no one was Mm. driving, you know. And I can remember thinking to myself, I should take down a whole lot of, you know, milk containers and just store them in the garage. (laughs) Yeah, watch out. There's the major bomb about to happen. Bang. Yeah, not allowed to do that. You're not no, to do that. no, I don't. I don't think your fellow uh, your fellow neighbours would be very happy with uh, knowing you've got that down in the garage. No, no, they look at me strangely enough as it is. There but is I, that. But I thought, I thought there is a price. You know, there's that. So there's all of those prices. But even if you weren't affected directly by, you know, the water coming through your lounge room, you're going to be affected mm. by, you know, the, the the prices that we pay for goods. And on top of that, with the um, you know, the various interest rate rises, which um, the, uh, the, the, the the Newcastle Herald went pretty hard on uh, Philip Lowe today, I must say, the, the Reserve uh, Bank Governor. And, they, you know, I think it was fair enough too, saying that people have been promised there would be no mortgage uh, rates for the uh, rises in cash interest rate until uh, 2024. And, mm. of course, we've, we've had a few and we look like, you know, fairly considerable ones too, and we've got a few more coming. So well, uh, it's rumoured that we're going to go right through until December or January with uh, with continual interest rate rises. And uh, yeah, yeah, I, look, he did. He gave a, he gave this glowing picture of you know we'll be okay. You know, don't panic. You, you can you can buy a house. You can be pretty stable. I, you know, I must admit, I'm I'm with them. I I don't have a mortgage, but I'm watching them. I'm watching the prices come down, but I'm watching the interest rates go up. Um, you know, I can understand exactly why people would be feeling like they're feeling. Yeah, well, I, the point was if he was the, uh, you know, CEO of a publicly listed company, they'd be they'd be marching him out oh, the door. Could you imagine for, it? For getting it, for getting it mm. so wrong, not just a little bit wrong, but for getting it, it so wrong. And then, and now there's calls for a restructuring of the Reserve Bank board. It's got too many economists on it. You know, you need you need some other, you know, people from other walks of life in there in there as well. And it's, I mean, it's a I imagine the meetings with the border, it's a fairly rarefied atmosphere. Um, you know, I mean, they do the best they can with the information they've got, but maybe the information they're getting is, is what needs to be looked at. And because, yeah, it has, people are going to be having mortgage stress if it keeps going up. And, of course, the other thing, the Australian, meanwhile, the Australian dollar's going to see up to the lowest point for, for two years. So all those people who've been saving up, geez, I can't wait for a bit of travel. Mm. Try going, try going, try going to the states when when a Aussie dollar buys you one US about sixty three cents. Even when they say it's sixty four, you get it about two cents less. Yeah, exactly. You've got to take off. Yeah. So, uh, thank you for that. I, 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 I'm really excited because, uh, as you know, I'm headed to I'm headed to the UK. So I'm against the pound. Well, so, I don't know how the pound. The pound's not too bad, actually. To be honest, um, let me ju- let me just uh, have a look for you, shall I? Because I've got my holiday account, which I'm transferring. It. Uh, I'm actually starting to transfer into pounds. So as, oh, okay. as I've got well, money, I just transfer into pounds. Good thinking. Mm. Well, the euro. The euro is the the best it's been against the US dollar ever at the moment. You get more euros for your US dollar than you've ever got. 
at the moment, and that would have a lot to do with, um, um, you know, the situation in Europe and the, you know, the, the ongoing war in uh, in uh, Ukraine. It's just no. Let me let me just have. Oh, okay. Oh God, I'm so looking forward to this. Not um, fifth point five four. So fifty four cents. The UK is expensive at the best of times, yeah, isn't it? Fifty four cents. How long are you going for? Uh, I'm going for about twenty days, I think. But I've been like I've been smart. I'm you know I'm Airbnbing it so I can cook my own food. You know I'm I'm doing it uh, you know the sensible way. But uh, you know again you know over the next until I go in September, as you say, we've got the floods, which means that um, you know most things are going to go up, if not not a shortage of you know. So even even getting ready for that, there's you know there's cost of living pressures on every single one of us. And uh, you know what is the solution, Paul? I mean I'm, I'm I don't know about you, but you know I saw this uh, this guy at uh, address the the pm and the premier yesterday he was at uh, one of the ses shelters that they're at and he basically said to them look guys you know this is what's going on blah 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 blah. no one's helping you know you all talk you all talk dominic perrottet said to him oh look mate you know you need to get on to council i'll talk to them for you and this guy came back to dominic perrottet and said would you stop talking and start doing and i just thought man the the labor party should get him to start with but you know like that's that's where we are at, you know. We, this has been going on since Lismore. We've known about this. We've known this is coming. There but for the grace of God, Newcastle has survived yet again. But, you know, come on. We know this. We know things need to be done. We know Warragamba Dam needs to have its uh, its sides raised. We know that we've got some severe flooding issues at Testers Hollow. When are we going to do something about this instead of talking? There you go. There's, there's Tracy's, Tracy's political grandstand for the day. Well, no, no, no. I, I think a lot of people are feeling like that now. I mean, considering we've still got people living in tents because of oh. bushfires, and if you can think of, like, I mean, some people can't even get insurance. Like, it's one thing to be able to afford insurance. It's another thing being able to actually get it for some properties. And, look, I, I think the conversation has to be had. And, I mean, it's easy enough to say it when you're high and dry and your house hasn't mm-hmm. fallen down yet. Uh, but people, you know, do you rebuild in those places? Um, considering, you know, we started this conversation talking about how often the, you know, these these floods have happened, and how, and you know, the prediction is that you know, ongoing. I mean, the sea temperature—it's July. The sea temperature is still eighteen degrees. It's it's it, you know, it's strange times indeed, and the prediction is that it's gonna it's gonna continue. So where, you know, do you rebuild these places that get, keep getting built out? And where do people go? Given that their land, they don't want to live there anymore because it's going to keep getting flooded. Um, where do they go? How are they compensated um, to do that? How are they assisted to do that? Then you've got coastal erosion. How you know? How long do we keep you know propping up propping up the coastline? Um, who's is that all of our responsibilities? Whose responsibility you know is that? But as far as councils, get, you know the. the you know, I'll get on to council. I mean, that's the state government's. That's the state government's mantra. I mean, you know, they push things on to council. Cost shifting is a big part of state governments all around Australia on to councils, and you know, councils have got nowhere to push push it onto. So they're the ones who cop it. They're the only thing they can do is rate rise, but that's pegged unless they go mm-hmm. for a special cap. So they don't have the same sort of income producing opportunities that uh, that a state government does. You said Airbnb, Tracy, mm. before that you're going to go and stay in some Airbnb. I read that um, 
a dreadful story in the Herald during the week about a, a woman and her daughter up at Lemon Tree Passage. They've got a couple of dogs being around the place up there for three sixty a week. Yes. The owners want to mm. want them out. They want to they want to sell the place. You know, which is an owner's prerogative. Mm. But I think that I think there's oh, there's no doubt, and there's been a um, an academic study from out of the University of New South Wales that um, that shows that. A lot of properties that are not on the market now for rent, for ongoing rent, it's because they're on the Airbnb market. Mm. Now, I know in this street that I live in, there's houses on here that used to be rented by people and families that are on the Airbnb market. And one of the reasons people like that, if people have got like a, a, a property down here in Newcastle and they live somewhere else, if you rent it out, Continuously, you get no opportunity to use it. But if you rent out Airbnb, you can say, "Well, that weekend I'm going to Newcastle. Mm. I can use it on occasion." And that's the same with coastal properties, all the ones up around Port Stephens and that. There's not only the fact that you might get more money for for it, and I I think it's time. And like you know, dare you dare to mention attacking negative gearing in this country? Don't but you, I, you know, I would think that if you're going if you're going to list a place on uh, an Airbnb. I, uh, I think one of the ways to start addressing it is to say, well, you know what? If you're not renting that out on a full-time mm-hmm. basis, if you're listing that on short-term accommodation yeah. market... No, no, no negative gearing. Yeah, yeah, I think that's yeah. that's something that, that could be looked yeah. at. But certainly when they say, there's no houses for there's no houses to rent. Have a look at Airbnb. Mm. Have a look at these short stays accommodation. Have a look at these websites and see how many places there is to rent in Newcastle and Port Stephens. Yep. There are plenty of places to rent, but they're all short term. They're not long. It's, they're not longer term. It's absolutely horrendous. And uh, I'm not sure if I told you this. I, I certainly told Michael and uh, and Stephen uh, the place that I was in. Um, I, I moved from it um, because the owner wanted to do some some renovations to it. I was paying seven hundred and fifty dollars a week where I was. It's now got $1,100 a week on it. That's $350 additional per week. How are we going to solve this crisis if this keeps happening? Well, How is that even possible? Well, you, it's not you like it was beachfront that. either. No, well, see, the, the, the issue is going to be as uh, mortgages go up and people who've got investment properties um, have to find extra money mm. to pay that mortgage, that's going to put even more pressure on people who who are renting places, you know, because the, there'll be some landlords who say, well, "Look, I've got to pass, I've got to pass those costs along along to you," and just like insurance companies are going to pass their um, the, the costs that they've had by increased payouts, they're going to pay pass it on to people who, who pay their uh, to their insurance rate, even though those people, the chances of those people being hit by flood. Well, those chances of those people hit by uh, fire are, are quite remote. But they they share around the pain. Mm. But I, yeah, no, I, I really think the Airbnb thing is a big contributor wow. to, especially like up, you know, when people are talking about Lismore looking for places mm. to rent. You know, they oh, good luck finding a place mm. in Byron Bay that is not Airbnb. I know. It's you just know. horrendous, isn't it? Right. Well, listen, yeah, uh, my friend, we need to uh, to get going because I'm going to get yelled at again. Um, I think that needs to be a column for you for the Newcastle Herald. I think that uh, that Airbnb investigation, it really needs to be looked at. I think you're spot on. I think you're right on the money on that one. And, uh, yeah, how about – there you go. That's your homework for this week. Just I'm just giving you your Newcastle Herald – Column has that said. It's an excellent idea, actually. <laughs> yeah, it, it's. Thank you. That's okay. Just make sure you, you, you know, in the byline somewhere, you just say, uh, you know, thanks, thanks, thanks to T Mac. Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> Thank you, my friend. You stay dry. Okay. Hopefully, uh, hopefully we are going to be dry for a couple of days. It is coming back, but uh, yeah, just stay safe and dry, and we'll catch up next week. Look forward to it. Thanks, mate. Bye-bye. Bye. That is Paul Scott with The Pub Test. You're with Tracy Mack on Newcastle Live, where it is uh, three minutes past ten. Newcastle in the morning takes you through the big events and the most talked about stories of the day that matter to you and your life. From what's on to what matters, Tracy Mack takes you beyond the headlines, what it is, why it matters and how it impacts your daily life. Tracy Mack brings you Newcastle in the morning, weekdays from 9 on Newcastle Live.